everyone this is zach this is triple play fantasy we are the football show for you part of the fantasy points media group we are going to be talking the nfc east for divisional previews so stay tuned All right, gentlemen, how's everyone doing? We got Doc at Trip Play Fantasy tonight. We got Joe Pepe, hashtag celebrity at JPEG20. <laughs> and we are here to talk divisional previews. We had to start with the NFC East. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan, as you can tell by my jersey. If you don't know Joe, uh, I don't know what you're doing. Give him a follow, but we all know he's an <laughs> Eagles fan. Sorry, Doc, I know you're you're a 49ers fan, so we'll get your, your division covered, but... But we still will be talking all four teams. It, it's okay. No, he please, got, three, please he got three quarterbacks. He got three quarterbacks yeah, no, no. now. He's allowed. Yeah, 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 please don't. I'm okay talking every division besides NFC West. Maybe I skip out on that show. <laughs> <laughs> you might have the best team in the NFC West. Just no quarterback. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know don't, how we're like third favorite for the Super Bowl with our team. Yeah, don't say that because I have Trey Lance pretty much everywhere. So let's hope he has Shocking. one quarterback. <laughs> Listen, if they run, I have them on my team. That's how it works. That's fair. Yeah. They're football players. The they all run back. <laughs> I meant a lot. I meant a lot. And that's not fair because like Tom Brady runs like a 9.240. So he, you know. And I get he was the greatest runs. of all time, but it's safe to say run. Safe to say Ben was never on your team because there was a three-year yeah. span where he had negative one rushing yards. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, he was not on my team. I did use his name for a lot of fantasy team like names, and that's about it. Yeah, and he's he wasn't rude for for Kenny Pickett, but we'll save that for yeah. the the AFC uh, North division. So we are talking NFC East. Um, this is from a fantasy spin, not from an NFL spin, because we are a fantasy show. Shocker, I know. Um, if you guys are watching on Twitter, we appreciate it. But Elon Musk and StreamYard are still not friends. So hop over onto the YouTube to send us any comments or even Facebook. But um, only our parents are watching on Facebook. So <laughs> go ahead and hop on YouTube and give us any comments, questions. We will answer them on the show. Um, otherwise, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe all that fun stuff so you don't miss any of the great content that the team is putting out. So, unfortunately, as a Cowboys fan, I hate to say this, but we have to start with the division winners from last year, the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Joe, I need you to tell me about their quarterback situation, which should be easy. But this time last year, it was actually not easy. So, this should be fun. Yeah, I mean, hell, this time last year, we were a uh, town divided, and maybe even in thirds because people were saying, like, bring Nick Foles back, which was stupid. So whoever was saying it out there, shut up. You're not allowed to talk this year. But we have Jalen Hurts. It's simple. It's not hard. Like, yes, we drafted Tanner McKee. It doesn't matter. We have Marcus Mariota. He's just there so we don't have to change the playbook in case Jalen Hurts gets hurt. But we got a guy to throw 66 completion percentage, 22 touchdowns, eight yards a clip, rushes for 13 more. The guy's a monster. He's only going to get better. He's got weapons all around him. I mean, it's kind of like talking about Bijan at the 101. Let's just blow past it and move on 
Joe, I want to ask you, because I tried to have this take last year and it kind of backfired. Do you think Jalen Hurts regresses as a fantasy quarterback? Like, meaning, meaning now that he got paid, he puts up better passing numbers, but rushes less. I feel like it's hard for him to get any more positive as a fantasy quarterback. So I think people have to realize, like, we kind of saw the ceiling play for fantasy points. But you never know. With the offense we have, with the A.J. Brown, Smith, Dallas Goddard, the running backs we have now, and uh, Swift and Penny, and even Gainwell still there, he might be able to bring some of that rushing back, but to also throw for a lot of touchdowns. But the man had 44 rushing attempts inside the 20. I don't think we're getting rid of that. It's a huge thing in our offense. And then you have the tush push play that we're never going to get rid of because as long as the NFL keeps it, it's our best play in the arsenal. So I, I think if he regresses, it's like minuscule, like very small. It's not going to jump back, though, from like top five down to like 10 to 12. It just seems he had 10 rushing touchdowns in 2021 and 13 last year. That just seems like an insane number to hit again. Like even if he has seven or eight, which is really great for a quarterback to uh, to hit to have that threshold. I would agree, but you have to think of in this sense, Rashad Penny Swift's there. I get the arguments, but both are injury prone. So are they there? Are they not? Jalen Hurts, like I said, forty-four rushing attempts inside the twenty. And then third, the man squats 600 pounds. You're going to run him. Like, you're going to use him. He's going to get his usage still. They're going to use the hell out of him for the next three years because that's the window here in Philadelphia. So they're going to use the hell out of this man. And then he's probably going to convert more into a passer, almost like McNabb, who the first couple years, that man was just all over the field running but would skip passes in all the time. Now, he still did it later on, but he got a lot better as a passer, and he regressed as a runner, but it took about four or five years for that to happen. I kind of see the same game plan here. Also, I'm a little sad you didn't ask me about my sweet dance moves. I'm just I'm just saying. The, the dance moves were pretty cool. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I wanted to tell you that post-show, but now that since you brought it up, those are better than I have. <laughs> I've been up for like 20 hours, guys. There's going to be a lot of weird stuff that comes out of my mouth right now, so just be prepared. <laughs> It's okay. Once we're done the show, you can go back and look like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you're not following Joe, you're missing out. Uh, you would you would get that reference. So yes. <laughs> we are joined uh, tonight by NBA Rigged. I appreciate him watching. Uh, he's he's a loyal member in the Discord for Triple Fantasy, which you can check our show description and join the Discord anytime. It's free. So he wants to know: Can Philadelphia go undefeated? Or anything like the Patriots 2007 season where they go undefeated but then blow it in the Super Bowl? And then do either of you guys have an over-under for their win total? You can go first. They're not going undefeated. Um, Yeah. They have a great roster. They're just not going undefeated. It's too hard. Yeah, I would put their over-under. I mean, I feel like we're like Vegas. I think, what are they said, at 11 and a half? I would probably put them right around 12. Um, oh wow! So you're nicer than I'm being because I have them at ten and a half. It's yeah, going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle with your team, and that's going to be an issue all season. We have a tougher schedule this year, and people are gunning for us. We didn't win the Super Bowl, but we still have the target on our backs, and everybody Super knows Bowl how hangover it works. Is real too. Yeah, I was just about to say, like everybody knows what happens to the team that loses the Super Bowl, and we didn't really get injured last year, and that scares the hell out of me this year. 
Like yeah. that, that's going to change. I'm also looking at us at your schedule. Week 11, you play at Kansas City on Monday night. Then a home game versus Buffalo. Then you play versus 49ers. Then oh, at we won Cowboys, that and then then it at Seahawks. I don't know. Wait, wait till we get a quarterback this time. I, I think the Eagles that's are, like, are that's deep. like Zach talking and saying like wait till like you know Dak doesn't blow it in the playoffs. Like, hey, yeah, if we make it in the playoffs, it's a good blowing season. Blowing a game and actually being able to throw a ball. Yeah, listen, I, that that is a rough stretch. And I will be tailgating extra early during those games because I'm going to need a little extra in me drinking wise to handle the anxiety of it. Perfect. To get it back to fantasy a little bit, do you have a sleeper on this team? I'm for, for the Eagles. I I, it's, it's hard to have a sleeper because they're all up at the top, like in all their categories. But if I'm going with a sleeper, I do think people are sleeping on Dallas Goddard a little bit. Like, you hear all the time, you know, Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, I'll give you Kittle, like, you know, Travis Kelsey. I think people are forgetting Dallas Goddard and elevating Hawkinson too much for that. And this offense is super hyper-focused on their passing. There is really no, like, Quez Watkins doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not even going to try to say the dude's name from the Falcons right now because I'm way too tired. Uh, Alamadeus, Sakaius, whatever his name is. Not even close. Not even going to try it. Doesn't matter. He's not going to be anything big. He's like Zach Pascal last season. We don't use other people. We have three guys who are more talented than your guys, and we're going to use them. So I think people sleep a little too hard on Dallas Goddard. I think he's a super talented guy, and I think people need to wake up a little bit and put him in that conversation with Pitts and with Andrews and with Kelsey for redraft and whatnot. See, I thought you were going to go with Kenneth Gainwell, but you're too much of a coward. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I, I do it. like Gainwell as a sleeper. Yeah, I like, want This is my it point right here. Like, right, Penny and Swift, both top five RBs. That might be a little high for me, but notice when he says when they are healthy. They're yeah. not staying healthy all year. Well, Kenneth here's the Gainwell, thing. It's not, even, it's not even the fact of them staying healthy. It's because when one of them gets injured, Boston Scott's going to get way more like attempts than he should, and it's going to piss me off. So I just I'm staying away from it for now for my own my own mental health. That's all. Boston Scott only against the Giants for DFS. It's amazing. <laughs> He's a giant killer, and he, so he really is. We'll we'll wrap it up with I would say um, your overvalued players. It looks like you have the the running backs. We just said uh, NBA regular saying they're top five, but I think we can all agree that the name value is probably driving up that price. It's the name value and the Eagles offense that's really driving that price up. And here's the thing that I don't think people are realizing with the running backs, other than Jalen Hurts having 40 rushing attempts inside the 20, which I've said like nine times now, but we're not going to coast that second half. It's not going to be able to happen this year. Last year, we would blow people out in the first two quarters and then spend the third and the fourth quarter just running the clock. That's not going to happen. So attempts are going to be weird. They're all going to split. Gainwell is going to see some time as well because they used him in the Super Bowl run, and he was very good during that. So it's a three-headed monster. We're going back to, like, the Dorsey Levins, Deuce Staley, and Carell Buckholter like, trio. That's where we're going. These are the names I'm throwing out today because I got no sleep. (laughs) I like that. And normally we would talk rookies, but all of your rookies are defensive players. Yeah. So that's okay. That's how deep your team is. And we'll, we'll just move on. You're not drafting a single rookie 
off the eagle. So we'll, <laughs> we'll switch over to the Cowboys. There is a comment though that I did want to pull up real quick. It's um FF Troop of Batman commented the Cowboys are coming for the division title this year. All you right. You can't comment well, on it yourself. I don't know who That's... that is, but that is a smart gentleman right there. Um, How do I thumbs so... down that comment? Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for the algorithm, Joe. Um <laughs> So I'll be brief with my with my Cowboys. Um, I am a fan. I try to be unbiased. Joe knows I'm a very tempered Cowboys fan. I'm very realistic. Honestly, just winning winning a, a playoff game is a is a win in my book. Um, it'd be great to see them take the division since I don't think there's been a repeat division winner in feels like ten years. Something crazy. Yeah, it's um, been a while. So the odds are on the Cowboys' favor, but. From a QB situation, it's Dak Prescott. I don't understand all the Dak slander. So many people are, are hating on Dak. I don't get it from an NFL perspective. From a fantasy perspective, he's very vanilla to me ever since he um, destroyed his ankle. He just doesn't run anymore. Now, he has now go like about a year and a half, two years cleared of that ankle injury. So maybe we see some more running. It's a new offensive scheme now with the coordinator. I don't I don't love Dak in, in fantasy football, which I know sounds crazy coming from me. Um but I think he's being overdrafted. I don't want him until like the ninth round. We're talking about a one QB league. His current consensus ADP, which I know is out of whack. We're talking at the end of May is around the sixth round. That's too rich for me. Um, he's not a running quarterback. No, thank you. Um, sorry. What's up, Joey? How's it going? What's up, Joey? It, you know what? Orlando it's because of the Brandon Cooks edition. That shouldn't do anything. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's great, but he's that shouldn't do anything. To, Cousins. Yeah. That shouldn't do anything to his value. So, um, I am not touching Dak until we're looking ninth, tenth round. And if I miss out on him, I miss out on him. Um, he, he just doesn't add a lot of upside for me. Now, if we're talking yeah. super flex, that's fine. He's a great QB two for, for your roster. He's or if you a, want to wait a, on quarterback, he can be a QB. Besides one. Kirk Cousins, and because we had already mentioned him, is there a more Jekyll and Hyde quarterback than Dak? Just even think about his playoffs last year, the opening round against the Bucks, where he totals five five touchdowns between the ground and air. And then poops the bet against the 49ers. Yeah. That's a great defense. His wide receivers really were not doing them any favors. Even CeeDee Lamb was popping balls up in the air, and there's just interceptions left and right that there was some he was definitely forcing the ball in there. But um, yeah, it, it was interesting. Well, I'm more worried about him for fantasy this year because of your coach coming out and saying, like, my offensive coordinator wanted to throw points up on the board. I'm trying to keep my defense healthy and fresh. So I'm going to run the ball more. So even the floor seems like it's it's dug out a little bit. I'm just not I'm not excited about that. Uh, so an NBA rig wanted to ask about the points total. Is it higher or lower than last year? It's got to be lower just because they've been top what three to five in the last like three years. Um, so I can't. I mean, odds are it's going to be lower. Um, just natural natural yeah. regression. If we're, if we're playing the odds, I'm going to, I'm going to bet the under um, fantasy sleeper wise, it's gotta be Michael Gallup. Everyone's forgetting about him, especially with Brandon cooks coming in there. Um, he's now a, another full season uh, from his ACL. He literally just had some comments the other day talking about how he was thinking too much. He wasn't fully comfortable with his, his knee and now he feels great this off season. So he's one of those guys you might be able to get him for free, either draft him at the very end of your draft um, or even pick him up after your draft. A lot of people are forgetting about him especially with Brandon Cooks coming in there. And overvalued, it's got to be Tony Pollard. I love Tony Pollard, but at 21st overall, the RB6 right now in consistency ADP, that's too high. He's never carried a, a workload, uh, workhorse workload before. I don't think he's going to do it again this year. Um, his injury doesn't scare me as much as some people. I think he will be fully healthy by the time we get to the season. But 
he was he's so efficient because he didn't have to touch the ball. They they let Zeke take the all those tough yards, the poundings, and then once they kind of soften the defense a little bit, Pollard was just electric. And I'm concerned if they don't add Zeke back in or some kind of large running back like that because uh, Deuce Vaughn is not that running back. Sorry, Deuce Vaughn at five foot five, <laughs> five foot six. Um, and uh, was it Malik is also not that kind of stature. So um, Pollard, I feel like, is being overdrafted right now, and he's my my overvalued player. And then my best fantasy rookie. I mean, it's got to be their tight end, Luke Schoonmaker. Uh, he's coming in at a bright young age of 25 years old. Um, I think he's the same age as their other tight ends right now. He might even be older than them. They're all 25. Um, it usually takes a few seasons for tight ends to develop for fantasy. But, hey, at least he's older, so that's cool. Uh, maybe maybe he'll get that tight end one role. Um, I just don't trust Deuce Vaughn. I think it's a great story with his dad um, getting to draft him as a scout for the Cowboys. But until I see him play in the NFL, I, he was great in the in college. Dynamic, that's awesome. He's like five foot six. I'm afraid. Um, I mean, look at the Eagles' defensive line. Um, they could literally fall on him and, and, and break him. So, Wow, so I you weren't a Darren Sproles fan. You can just come out and say it. <laughs> they have a completely different body type. So um, I, I would love to see Deuce Vaughn do well. Um, but if I'm going to hitch my ride to a rookie, it's going to be the tight end. But I'm still not drafting him in fantasy football because, I mean, in a redraft league, dynasty, sure. In like the third, fourth, fifth round. And um, I think that's – you you hit a nail on the head of like – I think, and and we can talk about this as people that play in many fantasy football leagues, there aren't people that you won't draft, but it's that you won't draft them at their position, so you probably will never get any shares of them. Yeah. Yeah. And as we talk about these players, we don't hate any of these players. We just might hate their value. We don't like I hate them all. I know you hate the Cowboys, (laughs) but (laughs) I've seen you draft a Cowboy before. Uh, But yeah, that's what we're talking about. When it comes to fantasy, it's all about value. If you can get them at the right price, I'll take any player. Um, but if you are making me pay a premium, I got to really want that player. So, Doc, you got to tell us about these Giants. You're the only one on here that doesn't have a team in this division. So give us some unbiased, unfiltered Giants breakdown. Yeah, I mean, when I'm looking at the QB situation right now, Daniel Jones is QB 12 with an ADP of 85 on Fantasy Pros, and I can't get behind that. I think it was better when he was ranked lower. But this is a guy that threw 15 touchdowns last year in 17 games. He's had over 20 once in his career. The rushing upside is what really made him valuable last year, 708 yards and seven touchdowns. But he had five rushing touchdowns prior to that for his career. And he had the 120 rushes. 65 was his previous high. He wanted to get paid. And <laughs> and he did whatever he needed to. I I can't take him that early. I actually like in a super deep or if you're doing like a Scott Fishbowl or a super flex league, taking a chance on Tyrod Taylor. I think one of the top five backups is going to go into a team that's very well coached that kind of the offense tailors around the quarterback. They don't have a lot of great receiving, proven receiving weapons yet. So I think there is going to be, <laughs> there is going to be value at the quarterback position, but for Daniel Jones, and we see how deep quarterback is. I don't think it's this year. For the overrated, this is going to be a surprise. It's Darren Waller, tight end six, ADP 67. Before I go into why I don't like him, what are your guys' thoughts on him? No, that's fair. He, he's aging quickly. He came yeah. to the league older. Um, he's not with Derek Carr anymore, just gobbling up all those targets because he was the only man in town. Now, granted, um, he is by far the biggest player, I think, 
um, that's catching the ball for the Giants because they're all small slot receivers. They have like 20 of them. Um, but I just don't think that offense is going to be geared towards giving him enough targets to make him as valuable as he was a few years ago. And he probably is overvalued um, just because everybody hates tight ends outside of two or three of them. Yeah, I was going to say, you you pretty much nailed it for me, so I fully agree. I see him talked about very highly in the fantasy football space. Since Daniel Jones took over quarterback four years ago, two players have had more than five touchdown receptions in a season, and Darren Waller's had more than three touchdowns once in his career. Two premium years of the Raiders where he had 197 receptions, 2,341 yards, and 12 touchdowns in 2019-2020. But when you look, Jared Cook was leading in uh, the leading reception the two years prior to that. So Oakland utilized the tight end pretty pretty heavily and just game script. They were trailing a lot. And Darren Waller is going to be 31 when the season starts. So those hamstring knee injuries are starting to catch up. Rookie, I'm going to double dip because that goes into my sleeper also. I love Jalen Hyde as the top rookie. Um, He could be a wide receiver one. He could be their wide receiver four, which is what he's listed at right now. We don't know if Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, and Paris Campbell will stay above him the entire season. He had 15 touchdowns last year, his junior season in college, so I love that. Could be a red zone threat. When you look at his player profiler, 40 or 4-4-40, which is the 91st percentile, and the burst score, which measures things like your vertical jump, your broad jump, your explosiveness, 97th percentile in the burst score. The Giants traded up. They want to use him in that deep, deep um, threat. Daniel Bellinger, Daniel Bellinger, also a sleeper, but I like Eric Gray. Saquon last year, 295 carries, which was a career high. Don't know if that's repeatable. Um, Oklahoma had a tempo RPO based offense, which is what Gray played in at college and senior year first in yards per carry 6.4 and rush yards per game, 113.7. He's somebody I think you could take in the last round of any draft. And he's probably a valuable handcuff that's flying under the radar because Right now, they have Matt Breida as the RB2. Yeah, no, I, I like all of that. And, if I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Saquon's still arguing his contract, right? So I, I didn't even get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen so running backs still, that It's still there. Out. Yeah. He's not sitting out, but he'll get his – he'll argue his money. I mean, the way the 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 NFL has set up their um, – I mean, think of the words of it, but their um, – CBA. Their contract. Yeah the CBA now you can't sit out because you don't end up, you get fined so much money. And then if you sit out the whole season, your season doesn't count. So but you're teams not will to, wave that though. Teams will wave that. They could care less about, about <laughs> any of that. They just want to get paid. It, it's a business to them. They don't care who it is. They will screw over any player they want to. Um, as long as it's about them making money. Uh, look at Le'Veon Bell. That didn't really work out for him either so well well I disagree, the CBA change. I, I disagree with that Le'Veon Bell made 13 more million guaranteed sitting out for a year eh. was it good then, for his career no but was it good for him financially yes maybe initially but I don't I could see Barkley waiting a long time so he doesn't have to do all these OTAs but um, he'll play for the Giants this year unless they end up trading him which I don't see anybody giving them the value they would want to trade him now I could see him being a free agent next year but I would feel comfortable drafting him in fantasy this year, knowing he'll be with the Giants. Yeah, that works for me. I agree. I don't think he's going to miss a lot, but I do like him as a handcuff because if he does miss some of those OTAs and 
he gets back into that injury-prone like style he was for a couple seasons because he wasn't up to speed with it. I could see it happening. I don't care if his hamstrings are this big and his thighs are this big. It's only May. We're we're not on a hey, quad Joe's watch. Just a personal yet. trainer. He he'll tell you better <laughs> than anyone else. J- July is our prime time uh, quad watch. Uh, get the training. That's camp. when I'll start doing squats again. That's you know so I can get ready. There you go. Yeah, him and AJ Dillon. <laughs> B. John Robinson's the new man in town. Uh, <laughs> but we will wrap it up with the Commanders, which I think the biggest win for them this year is Daniel Snyder leaving that team. Um, everything else is just, I guess, uh, cherry on top. And I will have, let's see, Joe, can you tell me about their QB situation? Because I think out of all four teams in the division, they're the only one with a QB controversy, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I think you're just taking a dart throw on either one of them late, whoever you believe in more. But for me, we talked about it earlier. If you can run a little bit, that's who I'm going to put my dart throw on. That's Sam Howe. And I'm talking like late. We're talking like depending on how deep your draft goes, like 13, 14, 15, like down there, you should have somebody else already on your team as a quarterback. I don't really know how to feel about this one because I don't think Sam Howell's the future. So I do think Jacoby comes in. I think they just do the same thing they did last year with Wentz and Taylor Heineke. And it's just like a ping pong back and forth. They should have done what I kept trying to mock all season long and get Anthony Richardson. Imagine trading the, I mean, signing away the team from Daniel Snyder, let somebody else buy it. And you get a franchise quarterback, how the fans would have been involved in that thing. But they have so many issues. They're they're going to be at the basement for sure. And it's unfortunate because they do have some some great offensive pieces. So, Doc, is there anybody that you feel is like a sleeper for them? Well, you know what? I am hoping that Sam Howell does well because my girlfriend is friends with their family. So she has said nice things about Sam Howell and that family from there. So <laughs> – we, we're speaking into existence, at least when the 49ers play. From a, from a sleeper sp- perspective, I think Antonio Gibson, I think Brian Robinson was a really good story, but towards the end of the year, he slowed down a little bit. But with Eric Bieniemy as the new offensive coordinator, he specializes in the run game and likes the versatility that Gibson provides. Um, I, I think we can maybe see a Jarek McKinnon-type role where he is split out at, at wide receiver. He goes in the slot. I mean, I do think that, Ron Rivera not calling plays anymore is going to help that offense. I think he's the next kind of in line to be fired. Like the owner can only take so much blame and rightfully so. But I think Rivera has been an overrated coach for a while. And same like with Brian Robinson, you love the storyline, but at a certain point you look at the production and you're going to go with the guys that are going to give you the most. I think that's Antonio Gibson. All right. And Joe, who's overvalued on this team? Uh, so for me, it's actually Jahan Dotson, and I Ooh. I like him. I love him, and yeah, I like him. He's super talented, but I think everyone's saying like, "Oh, Terry McLaurin, he's the overrated one," like because we've heard his name forever, and he's always attached to a bad quarterback, yet he always produces. But now we have this new hotness, this sexiness of Jahan Dotson, and we're all jumping on it. But give me the guy that I've seen it happen for more often than not, and a guy who wasn't as streaky with touchdowns like Jahan Dotson was, because that stuff regresses. 
So I'm going to stick with Taylor, Taylor, with Terry McLaurin, and I'm going to kind of fade Jahan Dotson in redraft. But I don't think either is going to have an amazing season because I don't believe in any of the quarterbacks that are there. I Like you said, I think the, I think the coach gets fired. I think Eric Bieniemy comes in and becomes the coach. That's why he went there. I just – I don't see anything good happening for them. Fair enough. And normally, like I said, we would be talking uh, fantasy rookies, but let's be honest, there's nobody on the commanders that, that's a rookie that's worth talking about, and we're getting towards the end of our show. So we will wrap the NFC Brad, East. Brad, honorable mention, Chris Rodriguez, yeah. running back out of Kentucky. And everyone no. just went, who? <laughs> no. Exactly. No, don't pick that, him. That's he really won't... a sleeper right there. That the thing he that won't even knows. be a waiver wire pickup at any point in the regular season. That that's how confident Zach, I am. If he is, if he if he is, we need to clip this and put it on old takes. Exposed. We will absolutely yeah. clip it by all means. I will take all the clicks. I do not care. Um, Chris Rodriguez, there is no way he is going to add any value to you that you will need to pick him up at any time. On the way around. Now, Dynasty, you become by more all of means, a celebrity than Joe because you just get so wrong that you be, that it goes viral. If I become a celebrity for a Chris Rodriguez take, then I don't know what this world has come to, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I have no fear about my Chris Rodriguez slander. This is nothing against the player. It's just, um, no. So that is our NFC East division wrap-up. We will be with you all for the next episode talking about another division. We're going to keep it under wraps because we don't even know who we're going to talk about next. Um, we like to keep you guys guessing. And as it's been mentioned in our comments before, Scott Fishbowl, um, you see Joe rocking the Scott Fishbowl 12 shirt. That is coming out in July. If you guys have no idea what we're talking about, it's the biggest charity league in the world. And I say in the world because we go global with this. There are live drafts in Mexico City and London this year, as well as just players playing from all over the world. So if you have not signed up yet, go to scottfishbowl.com, sign up. You can't get in if you don't sign up. And when I say you can't get in, I mean, there's like 30,000 plus people um, registered for this. Only some people can play, but you can still get a sweet t-shirt like Joe. There's awesome ones this year. All this is on scottfishbowl.com. And you might even get to play with some of us as well, um, depending on what division you choose. So thank you all. Thank you, gentlemen. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow Trip Play Fantasy. Make sure you follow JPEP20. Feel free to follow myself as well as FF Chupa Batman. Um, but the best way to support us is to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and don't miss any of our great content coming out. So good night, gentlemen. Thank you all for out there watching. And we will see you for our next episode.